Welcome to our dream podcast. Um, me and Camelia have been chatting a little bit this morning. It's a Sunday morning. It's the 30th. Yeah, I think it's August 30th. It is. Um, and yeah, I have a pretty interesting dream. And so I thought I'd share it. And uh, Camelia, dream was more fragmented and pieced out. So she's going to ask me questions about my dream. Um. Before I get started, I just want to just appreciate y'all for listening um, and also just realizing how much my dreams have impacted my life since I started having vivid dreams maybe a little over two, three years ago. Um, so just appreciating like these, these are almost like some intimate parts of my, of my life that I uh, never really respected a gay space for. Um, all right, so my dream was was kind of interesting. I just kind of entered my dream today, driving down uh, our main street here in Victorville, which is called Bear Valley. And in this dream, I was with my a brother. I, I'm not sure which one. I have two brothers. In the dream, in some way, I felt like it was a combination of both. Um, and there's a big traffic stop because there's a police officer or several police officers checking cars for some fugitives or somebody they're looking for. So we pulled off. <clears throat> we were tired of being in traffic into a store parking lot. While we're sitting in that parking lot, um, two girls and a mother, maybe like Middle Eastern um, race, ethnicity, were running across the parking lot, kind of away from where all the police activity was. Um, and they kind of, one, one of the young girls opened up my brother's door and was like, Hey, help us. Give us a ride out of here. Help us get out. You guys live locally. How do you get out of here? And we found out through asking some questions. Wow, chickens, that's a case. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't what's going on with them in a minute. Um, yeah, where was, yeah, so that, that, that we didn't help them. We were just like, um, we feel like too much risk. We don't know what y'all are into. We don't want our lives put on the line for someone we don't know what's happening. I wanted to help them. My brother was like, nah, man, we could go to jail for a long time. They did some some kind of horrific act that we don't know about, and how can we trust them if they say they didn't? And, you know, we see more information if we're going to help them. And I was like, you're right. So I ended up not helping them. And I felt kind of bad about that. And then I, um, and after that, I, uh, I, uh, we went to the store. We went inside the store, and the store was a, and I, I, I was, I'm unclear if the store was, had like some kind of magical energy around it, but everyone, once you went inside the store, your clothes just disappeared. Um, but you couldn't see anyone's private parts because they're just smoothed over kind of like a doll, you know, like a Ken doll or something. Like there's no like nipples or penises. It was just like smooth in that area. But everyone was nude, just kind of shopping, buying things. It felt like a normal, like maybe it was like a grocery store. Maybe you got food, people were holding baskets. I felt like we needed to go in there. It was a store I liked for some reason. But also inside the store, if you wanted to have a, a sensual or sexual experience, um, you would just like take a part of your body and like rub it, like push it towards the other person. And a piece of your body would come out like a phallical kind of like tube would come out. And it could be your forehead. If you want that to go, you just kind of flick your forehead and your part of your forehead would kind of like, bloop. it would like leave your body by a good foot or so. And, and, I think there was like a, a etiquette of like if you wanted to do something sensual with somebody else in the store, 
you could just like take your arm and like stretch it a bit longer towards them. That was like an invitation. Um, and, but there was like, there's a way I felt some judgment because somebody was doing that to each other. They had their parts of their body kind of intertwining like together and they seemed to be having a good time. But people had to like scoff at them as if they were like, you know, like defecating in the corner kind of look on their face. People, no one stopped them, but everyone's like, ah, like so inappropriate. Like, you don't do that magical, weird body connection here. This is not the time kind of energy. And I felt like I didn't have judgment. I had more curiosity. Like I was still adjusting to this world. But um, it was a it was an interesting idea of like, I think what would what, what remove me is like, I was still new to my body in some way. Like I was like almost shy to do it, but I wanted to do it. Um, and then what happened was uh, the police wouldn't come inside the store. I don't know if the store is like, because it was so magical that they had to have jurisdiction inside there if I entered another world, but I still felt like I was in a store. But I felt like there was a crowd building up outside the store. And I felt like we were, um, there was some like, negotiation about should we come out or not? And like, the police maybe somehow got in contact with the uh, people or knew the people that we were, um, had a conversation with um they knew that we had contacted them they thought we were helping them um and so i felt like we were trapped inside there but i felt particularly vulnerable because i felt naked because i was naked inside the store with the police officers and everyone kind of gathering outside the store kind of coming inside the store and i was like i don't want to be arrested naked um and i remember us being able to like because of where our bodies were we could slip like out through the cracks of the back of the door and then come into like our full normal clothes self and we started running into uh at the sunset but a little mountain range in the back of the store um we ran for it and that's kind of where the dream ended i just remember going into the forest and falling and falling down this like it's not an embankment but like into this like down this hill i remember looking up and seeing this like village of people that were felt like, like a native group of people and I was like, I need some help. They're chasing me. And they like, oh, we'll take you in. And then I woke up. And I never, I always, I, I had this like, need of like wanting to meet this village. It seemed like a really interesting part of the dream. But that's where it ended. I think uh, something woke me up. I should have woke me up. But like, I woke up at that point. So yeah, that was my dream. And, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Before I um, do a little interview, I wanted to acknowledge our rooster. I don't know if y'all can hear him, but that's that scout crowing out there. Um, yeah, he starts at about 3.30 in the morning, most days. Mm. It doesn't really stop all day. Um, well, I was going to ask you where the source of the first part of the dream in the parking lot came from, but I feel like I might already know part of the answer. Is that last night... Um, right after dinner, I was looking through Instagram and saw several articles um, for from our local our local news um, about like a shooting in the grocery store parking lot, and I read that out loud to you and showed you the photo. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like it's far stretch no. to imagine that's where potentially yeah. the, the source of the yeah the first part of the dream, but nowhere in the Instagram was anywhere. Uh, grocery shopping in the nude so yeah where do you where do you imagine this like futuristic robo yeah 
but still wanting connection and still having like shame or mm-hmm. that some of the things are still intact. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think the source of it's not always clear, mm-hmm. but I think there's this like desire to be in a different social structure that felt intriguing. That felt nice about that space. Like it was an alternative to like standard clothes and standard sensuality. There was an alternative way to be sensual with each other. And that felt powerful. Yeah. I mean, uh, several movies came to mind as you were sharing about um, like hierarchies in society and how they're shifting and like a revolution's coming. And so several movies came to mind around that. Um, in this grocery store experience, did you get the sense that there was still, like, um, you talked about, like, oh, they shouldn't be doing that here, but was there any of that, like, they shouldn't be doing that because they look like this, or they shouldn't... That was the thing, were all these different colors, like, people were blue and tan, like, it was a lot of, I, I, I didn't sense that that was the... And sizes? Whether... No, I think everybody, it was a lot of different sizes. Okay. And that yeah. didn't seem to be a, a problem or a factor mm. in, like, why you should engage with someone. No. That's amazing. Yeah. I think it's 9 o'clock. I think it's 9 o'clock. Oh, it's time for your call? Yeah. Well, I mean, that feels like a good stopping point for now. Yeah. Um, it's good to be with you all. And yeah. Hopefully, I'll remember more of my dream. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember, like, bits and pieces. Totally. Uh, yeah. All right. All right.